you know, these things that we have counted on. I'll, right. I'll always be able to just go do this or that. And it's like, no, this year, <laughs> no, <laughs> actually not. But what mm. is the one thing that has not changed or wavered and will continue to not change or waver? Mm-hmm. And that's Jesus. Thanks for listening to If That Makes Sense, the Family Life original podcast where we talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s-ish thereabouts. I'm Tim. I'm Mary. I'm Robbie. And I'm Lydia. We have a new friend with us today, Lydia. It's Hi, so Lydia. great to be here. I'm I'm honored to be here and it's super fun. We're happy to have you. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> also, it's so official. But, but Lydia earns bonus points for being the first person on the show to bring her own decorations mm, for that's a topic. That's going to come in. And she yeah. has yeah. fuzzy... They're Christmas, uh, Christmas pom-poms. Red and green Christmas pom-poms. pom-poms. Yeah. They're really cute. And they I've are... I've been looking at them. They are bedazzling her microphone they stand. If Don't. ever we forget what, what we're talking about, oh yeah, Christmas oh, pom-poms. Right. I will say I, <laughs> I am troubled only by the fact that there are five, one, two, three, four, five red ones and only four oh. green ones. That is... Whew. Well, wait, no, it's offset. Yeah, I, it's red, I was... green... Red, right, green, but red, the green, number is not red, equal. Green, so I wish there was another green one. Oh, that's well, my it's, struggle. It's it's bookended by red though. It's even that way. Otherwise, you'd start with red and even end with green, and that would right. feel off to me. Oh, All the perfection. This is um, what you get <laughs> when you buy Christmas pom poms at the dollar store. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For there we one go. dollar. That was much better. So, so what I'm interested, I, I, I find senses to be an interesting thing, especially around Christmas time. I think all of us do. But which of your five senses carries the most Christmas memory for you? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hop right on it before someone steals mine. That way I look original. Wow. There's five. Wait, there's right. five of them unless ah. you see dead people. Smell. Mm. Oh. Smell for sure. Anyone who knows me knows I'm I'm the sniffer. I smell a lot of things. He's so <laughs> true. He hasn't been doing it this much because COVID, but usually there's a, a Robbie nose right over top of your lunch if he thinks it smells good. Mm. What Sometimes is that? to last. You just brought me a candle the other day. Oh, that yeah. thing, I've it burned it halfway so through. It's They're so good. Best. It smells so good. So mm-hmm. I would say smell particularly Christmas tree because we always oh, got yeah. a real mm. Christmas tree and that whole smell would just fill the house and just mm. Mm. and so anytime I'm on a hike or anything I love to just break off the oh, the, the, the branches on the needles and just snap them open and just boom instantly Christmas mm. poof, transported into my mind and and the the great thing about this question is pretty much every any one of them I can be like oh yeah there's yeah. a strong case mm-hmm. for that yeah I had a lot of trouble deciding what one because I'm like. There's so many good mm-hmm. answers. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I was trying to think through, like, if I could do without one. Like, Ooh. what would it be? Like, if I could just be like, okay, if how could I experience Christmas if I didn't have, like, Whoa. that one? And it, that was really hard. Mm. That yeah. was really hard. Well, tell us. I love them all. Okay, well, it's funny because the one that I thought that I maybe could possibly do without was smell. Oh. <gasps> Really? I know, shocker. Couldn't, I guess I didn't sure steal anybody's. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I think I maybe could I do without know. touch because I feel like there's not a lot for me that's yeah, associated that's true. with feeling Although things. Although fireplaces. Yeah. But some people don't have 
you know, some people can't see and yes. can't hear, That's you know, true. so there's like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that there are different ways that people, you know, compensate for mm-hmm. different, different senses. If you, if you can't see the twinkly lights, I'm sure you would definitely be like, give me all the smells and all mm-hmm. the things, mm-hmm. you know, and every, everybody's Christmas experience is so different. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think I find, like, I just have so many memories, I think, rooted in all of the different senses. It, it would be for sure hard to just... Mm-hmm. Pluck one away. Yeah. But yeah, Christmas cookies and eggnog, man, that mm. would be hard to go without. That mm. would be tricky. Do you think it's because we don't have them like the rest of the year? Is it like certain candies like <laughs> that you can only get at Halloween and you're like, this candy's gross, but I love it because it, I only it eat at Halloween. I think it's like it if, that. if they sold eggnog all year long. It'd be terrible. It'd be like, oh, get eggnog. This thick yeah. egg milk out of my face. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah. I'm like, give me all the eggnog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is <laughs> okay. an association thing. But but big question, do you, do you split your eggnog with milk or do you drink it straight? I didn't know there was an what? option to cut it by itself. Sure. Eggnog sans additives. Yeah. Um, um, I grew up with an accountant as a father and four siblings. So we <laughs> it was cut. It was half milk, half eggnog. <laughs> so, I what, mean, I've... Where, where I've, does the accountant part come in? Is just budget. Save, uh, save the money. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> like, eggnog is a little expensive. No, that's true. So if you're going to buy like a quart of eggnog, it's got to gotta sustain last. six people. Oh. See so. the, the last budgeting episode as to why that didn't connect yeah. with me. Um, no worries. Or, yeah. or, or look for, I should say, look forward to our budgeting episode as to why that didn't connect with me. There you me. go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then oh, when I, I got married, my husband is like, you do what with your eggnog? <laughs> you add milk? <laughs> what? And I was like, isn't that what everybody does? And he <laughs> was like, no. Well, all no, eggnog. We just drink it like eggnog. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I can get behind that. So I, I, I mean, I'm, that. I'm, I'm good now. I think my answer would probably be sight. There's a lot of just like the twinkle lights, yeah. mm-hmm. like you were saying. Uh, growing up, my at my parents' house, our living room went all the way up to the roof, so it was like a cathedral ceiling sort of thing. And there was a banister for the upstairs, so like the hallway is open to the living room. My mom would wrap lights and uh, garland around the banister mm-hmm. all the way down the stairs, and I just love that so much and every year I'm like mom leave it up leave it up why are you taking it down (laughs) every year I don't even live there anymore and still do that I just need to know that it's still there yeah but then there's other things like not necessarily specifically Christmas but just like winter like taking walks in the snow Mm -hmm. and looking at the stars because I grew up in the middle of nowhere you can see the stars (laughs) (laughs) Plus. <laughs> yes. It's a perk. And just like the light that the stars and the moon reflecting on the snow brings is just like it's so cool. Mm. I love it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have a lot of a lot of precious memories associated to sight. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely usually more along the sound or taste or smells when it comes to like strong memories I have. Mm-hmm. Christmas though is the one where sight trumps all the other things mm-hmm. in terms of visceral emotional connection. Yeah. Just like Boom, instant transportation to childhood. <laughs> Specifically, green wired, multicolor, incandescent string lights. They've gotta be they've wow. gotta be the they've exactly. gotta be the green wire. 
None yeah. of that and LED. they've got to be the incandescent, mm. no LED string lights. No. I'm sorry. They I know they're energy eyes. efficient. <laughs> I know that they're vibrant. But Christmas needs a warm glow. Mm-hmm. Nothing gives it mm-hmm. like the incandescent mm-hmm. string lights. The multi- See, I feel mm-hmm. like Multiple. we could have a whole di- like oh, whole discussion could. on white oh, versus multicolor yeah. lights because yeah. I oh, we didn't man. ever have the multicolor and they like yeah. there's just something in me mm-hmm. that I just yeah same, I need same I need just for the me. Yeah. white lights. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a multicolor guy myself because we grew up with them. Yeah, we grew up with the smattering of random this grandma ornament from yes. grandma this <laughs> ornament from yes. aunt. Oh. You know, whoever, oh, and yes. this one as I made as a child and has a picture of myself in kindergarten with For the scribble sure. scrabbly. Yep. <laughs> My roommate has one that he made in kindergarten. It's this angel he made out of Play-Doh that's just, it's beautifully hideous wow. in the most adorable way. <laughs> but they're like old friends. Yeah. Yes. You like yeah. open them out of the box. Yeah. You're like, oh, yes. this ornament? tree that was like in her window that's like 10 feet tall gold ribbon only gold music notes because she's a music teacher and white lights and don't touch the tree (laughs) not the kind of tree we had I feel like some people have that tree and then they have like the tree in the back that's like wonky and all the ornaments and the crazy lights Mm -hmm. sometimes you just gotta have both the mullet approach business up front yes (laughs) party in the back party in the back how overly spiritual this next question sounds (laughs) but it's the only way I can think of of posing it to you which is do you need for yourself to recapture the wonder of the Christmas season it might sound like uh how do I answer that like yes I do and therefore I'm not spiritual enough (laughs) or no I don't and therefore I have it all together but I guess what I mean by it is I know people on both sides of the spectrum. Some people are like every year Christmas comes around and they're like, baby Jesus, Christmas trees, eggnog, I love it all. And it's great. It's like, that's so cool. They're so excited about the whole thing. And Jesus isn't like this thing they have to remember to Mm -hmm. celebrate along with the rest of what they love. But then I feel like some people who are like me, I love this. And then I feel like I have to change gears to be like, oh, and the manger. Mm. Yes, and that's the right. Manger. But then you've got like Scrooge and you've got the presents and you've got all these other things. And yes, the shepherds and the wise men. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. Remember what it's all about, Tim. Okay. It seems like there's a weird two-track mentality for me and I struggle to bring them together. Mm-hmm. Other people do an awesome job at it. Where do you fall on that spectrum, if you can see that as a spectrum? I'm the two two-track mentality. I don't think it's stuck there, especially with what I do for work, doing productions. Every year we do a Christmas production, which you don't start in December. You start working on it in September. So you're already sort of like singing Christmas songs from September all the way through December. And I've done that for many years. And so that is a lot harder for me because I'm already like really Christmased up by the time December comes that when like the 25th arrives, it's like, yeah, well, it's just... Like every other day, the last several months getting ready. And I'm sure there's people out there listening that do whatever, church cantatas or shows, and they you realize you have to work on those things sooner than December. Yeah, that's difficult. And I think things like that are just important, like, as a whole when you look at Christmas, because mm-hmm. a lot of it is that intentionality of thinking about, okay, well, what, why, are, why do all these things bring me so much joy? Like, mm-hmm. 
you know, Scrooge and, you know, Christmas trees and all these things. Like, obviously, those are not directly related to (laughs) the birth of Jesus. But I feel like the season as a whole isn't, I don't know, for me, there's so much opportunity there to be like, okay, there's all these things going on that bring me joy and the lights and the eggnog and all the things. (laughs) But it's like at the core, like, what is the purpose? And just remembering that it's it's about Jesus, and that's the whole reason why all of these things create this season. And, I, like, I get it. You could take all of those away, and there would still be, like, the power of Jesus' birth and, you know, the fact that he loved us and came to earth as this tiny, humble baby. You know, no no parades and excitement, yeah. just, like, you know, simple, humble, stable, manger. Like, I don't know. To me, there's just something at, like, the core that, like, I, I know that that is, that is why all of this stuff, like, has any a semblance of meaning is because at the core of what Christmas is, it is about Jesus. And I think, I mean, I think it's pretty normal to be, like, Ugh, you have to like refocus, you know, right. because it is, right. it can be distracting. There's a lot going on at Christmas time. You know, you're busy and there's, you know, well, maybe not this year, but normally there's, <laughs> you know, Christmas parties and all the things that, you know, can make December so crazy. But I think just taking the time to be intentional about like focusing on like, why, why, why am I so like drawn to the Christmas season? And I think a lot of it is the fact that because it, there's so much weight in like why we even have Christmas. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not just like, oh, a holiday that's like, yeah, it's kind of fun. And has these like fun memories. It's like, no, there's, there's like a, a heaviness in like a good way, like a depth mm-hmm. maybe is a better word than heaviness, yeah. Yeah. Um, a depth to like just the season itself and that, you know, the love that God showed to humanity through sending his son as a baby at Christmas so that he could, you know, grow up and live a life and die on the cross and pay the penalty for our sins. Like that is just an incredible thing. There's so there's so much beauty and, and depth to the Christmas season. So I think mm-hmm. for me anyway, the reason why there's so much, I think like, power to the season is because we're celebrating something so incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes me think about the Jewish celebrations. Like they had so many celebrations of the different things that happened. Like I'm just sort of thinking about that and going, they can do that and not lose the reason why they're doing it. I think that's important to be aware of in this season just all the fun traditions that we have every year, but remembering as we're doing them why it's so exciting yeah. and so special. Mm-hmm. And, and, and by by that, are you referring specifically to like the kind of celebrations that were like commanded in the Old Testament that yeah, God was yeah. like, hey, you're going to have this week-long thing and do right. this? And Right. Okay, right. gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. it, it makes – because when, when, when I think about – Oh yeah, Jesus was born and and saved us from our sins. My natural reaction is to be like, "Oh, so we need to be serious about this." But God told the Israelites to celebrate and and to have like week-long parties and things, yeah. and I'm just like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes me feel a little better." <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that that perspective a lot. It's like uh, C.S. Lewis used to, a phrase he used was, it's no use trying to be holier than God. Um, and he used it in a different context, but I think it applies here. It's like, wait, no, we should be somber and serious and reflective yeah. instead of joyful and ju- jovial and jubilant. <laughs> it's like God says, though, to be celebratory and 
and save the best food for this time of year. Not with Christmas specifically. There's no command about that. But referring like you are, Mary, I think very aptly to the Old Testament celebrations, God deliberately made it so like, okay, this is a law to have the biggest party you can have <laughs> and get the best food you can. <laughs> like you have to do God, this. Like have a ton of fun. Yes. Parties <laughs> are mandatory. And I think it comes back to what we were saying about laughter. Like anything yeah. good, yeah. I feel like anything that truly is good has to have some sort of source. And I feel yeah. like yeah. goodness is from God. And I feel like if we enjoy Getting together, being together, laughing, yeah. cracking jokes, being right. funny, eating delicious food, having weird traditions like putting trees in our house. I feel like <laughs> those things that do bring us joy, I feel like those have to somehow be from him because they're good things. And I feel like good things come from God, you know? And yeah. So it's like I, yeah. I feel like they're – yeah. Yeah, good well, thing. And and it's not saying that what happened wasn't something that we should be taking seriously, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's something that yes, we need to be taking seriously, but also we can be happy about it, you know. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> it's worth celebrating. I mean, it's 100% yeah. worth celebrating. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So are you telling me that I can resolve my tension that I have had for many years? Yes. Of feeling maybe sometimes guilty, like, oh, but I'm not being spiritual enough with this reflection. So are we are we coming to the conclusion once and for all for everyone around the world who are all listening, all waiting time. on our judgment official. for this? This is official. Oof. That that's okay and we can enjoy those things and and resolve that tension and say, my joy in this temporary thing, my joy in this seemingly unspiritual thing whatever it may be, food, tradition, movie, whatever, my joy in this thing isn't separate from, isn't against my joy in Christ's birth at this time of year. It's part of me Mm -hmm. celebrating Mm -hmm. in the freedom God has bought us through this. Yeah. And I think think if you were to take that most important piece out and it wasn't there, Mm -hmm. then if you just did have your Frosty and your Rudolph and your whatever, I think they would be, they wouldn't have meaning mm-hmm. yeah right. and i'm not mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'm not saying like oh jesus and rudolph are equal like <laughs> i understand <laughs> i understand that but i feel like if you take the true meaning out yeah. what is left right. i mean if you just watched point? some of those yeah. holiday movies and there that you know wasn't and that's if that's truly all it was then it is sort of like okay Cool. It's just another thing to celebrate for no reason. But yeah, when yeah. when we as believers know that we have that true reason to celebrate, I feel like that is the star on top. And all the other mm-hmm. stuff is just the decorations on the tree and the twinkle lights and the cookies <laughs> and the everything else is. We know that Jesus is, you know, the star on top of the tree. He's the most important. He's the reason. And I feel like that's why we then therefore can enjoy all these other things because we know that it has a deeper meaning mm-hmm. than just mm-hmm. red and green and lights and cookies <laughs> and being with family. I feel like yeah. those things are special to me because they are associated with the most important thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Whatever you do, whether it be in word or in deed, do it all for the glory of God. Right. Scripture has made its first appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even plan on that. It just roll, happened. Roll credits. <laughs> roll credits. Excellent. Very good. Oh, I feel I feel more liberated in this Christmas season already. I feel like I'm just going to go out and get a tree and make a snowman. <laughs> Thank you.
What opportunities do you want to take advantage of this year to celebrate Christmas differently? Because it's different. Yeah. Whether we say it or not, it's different. We all know it's different yeah. this year. Well, this, this one is hard for me twofold because we're on an every other year cycle when your siblings get married. Oh, sure. And so I have four sisters. I'm right in the middle of them. Three of them are are married and have their own families. And every other year it's the in-laws and then it's us. It's just a strange feeling to know like, oh, my my sisters that I grew up with that I'm accustomed to be here for Christmas won't be here. So we'll have the tree and we'll have the lights and we'll have the stuff, but it's not quite the same because my family is not all here. And that's difficult. So this is an off year. My sisters aren't here. But then also they live in states that are further away that if they came, they'd have to quarantine and do this and that. So they wouldn't have been able to come anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's as this Christmas is approaching, it is difficult for me because in some ways I'm I'm not looking forward to it. I'm like, oh, I just can't wait for next year. Next mm. Christmas is going to be great because next year this will all be over. How long have we been saying that? Who he knows? Did air quotes, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, this is my air Robbie. quotes. So ne- I, keep, I keep on, I have this problem where I live in the future. I'm like, but next Christmas we'll all be home and this weirdness will be over and it'll be the real Christmas. But then I have to stop and think like, I don't know that. I don't know that my sisters will be around. I don't know that I'll be around. Nothing is concrete. And if I just start celebrating Christmas next year, I'm going to miss what this one has to hold. I'm like, yeah, but what does this one have to hold anyway? Like, we're not even probably going to do anything exciting in the church because you can't even do a cantata. And we're probably not going to – and we can't do this and can't see this person and that person and can't, can't, can't. And I'm struggling because this year I'm really – I'm really focusing on the can'ts. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do this, 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 this. And I know that's the wrong view. So I thought about this question long and hard. And my answer is I, I don't know what I want to do. But I know I need to I need to switch my mindset somehow because it's mm-hmm. it's already kind of off. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's fair. It's just going to be weird and different and awkward. And uh, yeah, for me, Christmas doesn't have to be on the day like the day that everyone celebrates Christmas because my my dad often I think there's been like two Christmas days that he hasn't worked that I can even recall. Mm. We don't usually celebrate it on Christmas. Um so that makes it less formal, I guess, mm-hmm. which I kind of like cuz then it's just like, yeah, Christmas is more fluid and there's not all that thing. expectation that exactly. one day has yeah. to be the perfect exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's just going to be it's just going to be weird this year. But who knows? But which <laughs> <laughs> of us knows? <laughs> That's a, I mean it's a it's there's so much in the world that is not normal. <laughs> and so I think just yeah. to be like, well, I want I just want Christmas to be normal. Can't Christmas just feel normal <laughs> and be normal? And it just isn't. I mean, I think just yeah. everybody is facing that, you know, whether it be regulations of you know, states traveling and all the things. And that's hard, especially when so much of your Christmas tradition is based in like family and just being with family. I mean, I feel like that that often to me is like the most beautiful part. Like the trees are great, you know, the cookies, whatever. But if you can just be with the people that you love, yeah, that's you know, kind of like the part. senses, like yeah. those could all go away. Just give me my people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard for sure. I think for me this year, I am trying to be really intentional on celebrating Advent, which is something that I've never really done. Um, We did it when we were younger. We had the little Advent wreath, and we'd light (laughs) the candles each Sunday and read scripture. Um, And it's something that I've wanted to do 
as an adult and just haven't because I think I think I may have figured it out. It comes back to me not wanting to celebrate Christmas until after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so by the time I'm like, now I'm ready. Now it's like, whoa, everything's busy. And you're like in yeah. this like frantic December, you know, mm-hmm. chaos. And so I think just being intentional like now, like I got a devotional that I'm going to be working through and I'm so excited. And I think just for me, because I don't know what December is going to hold and I don't know what Christmas is going to look like. Um, just coming back to what we were talking about earlier, like what is the whole point of of why we celebrate Christmas and what is the most important thing? And I think for me, I usually have that moment like Christmas Eve in church, like when all the lights are off and you're holding your little candle and you're singing Silent Night and it's just this beautiful, holy, sacred moment and you're like, this is like the whole, like the flood of love that you feel and just the warmth and everything. It's like, I I don't want to wait until Christmas Eve for that one, because I think I could really grow in my faith and relationship with the Lord if I started earlier. And two, I don't know if we're going to have a Christmas Eve service. So I don't want to like put it off and be like, right. you know, oh, well, when it, once it gets closer, then I'll focus on like the reason for the season. And until then, I'm going to just drink my eggnog and do the things. It's like, I want to be intentional now. I want to be intentional about celebrating and anticipating the arrival of Jesus when he, you know, came to earth and we celebrate his birth at Christmas. So Good. I'm really excited, like more That's excited great. than I have been about like anything in 2020. So, That's awesome. yeah, finally. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if if the whole world is canceled and I have to stay in my house all of December, right. like I can still anticipate and learn and grow um, yeah. through this season. So. And it's something the church has done through centuries. Yeah. Christians have, have carried that in their hearts to prepare their own hearts right. for themselves kind of receiving Jesus, mm-hmm. like receiving him anew in your mind and in your heart on the celebratory day that we call Christmas on the calendar. Yeah. But you 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 set aside a season for building, for creating a, a, a atmosphere, a posture of anticipation yeah. to receive the Savior into yourself afresh as he came into the world. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think just setting that aside, that time aside for like heart change. I mean, you can experience something on the day of and be like, "Woo, it's exciting." But I think for me, if I if I want it to change how I'm thinking, if I want it to change like my thoughts and and my reactions to things, like you gotta you gotta sit in it for a while. You can't just be like breeze through Christmas Day and expect you know your heart to be changed. For me, anyway, like I I want to like sit in it and really think about it. Well, this is interesting as I'm hearing you say these things because I'm thinking, oh, yeah, 2020. But yet I feel like because everything is shaken and turned upside down, Mm -hmm. like what really is the one thing? Yeah. What's the one? Everything has been shaken and turned upside down, even even the way we do church, like everything. But what's the one thing that is not shaken and turned upside down? The fact that he came like I'm I'm like just starting to piece all this together now like maybe this will be a really cool Christmas because maybe it'll be the first time that I'll I'll think about you know what it doesn't matter what happens here yeah because this is just temporary you know like that's real and just that that concept that okay so what can I do with that knowledge of Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> the knowledge of Jesus and who he is and what he means and what he did and why he did it. And how can I launch that 
into the world I'm living in. Like, hey, there is something that you, there is someone you can put your hope in. Mm-hmm. To, you don't need to put your hope in your job or your mm-hmm. retirement plan or your mm-hmm. friends or your mm-hmm. family or your anything. You know, like you can put your hope in him and he won't ever change. Yeah. And it gives a whole new meaning to like things that, you know, like the hymn, my hope is built on nothing less than <laughs> Jesus' blood and righteousness. And like you sing that. I mean, we've all sung it, oh, but yeah. it's like when you go through something like 2020 and then you're like, oh, like oh, really? Like, like actually, actually. Like actually. Oh, right. If my hope is not on that, it's because be like, oh, well, but I'll always have my job. I'll always have, you know, this or that, the, you know, these things that we have counted on. I'll, right. I'll always be able to just go do this or that. And it's like, no, this year, <laughs> no, <laughs> actually not. But yeah, exactly what you said. What mm. is the one thing that has not changed or wavered and will continue to not change or waver? Mm-hmm. And that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think... You know, whether or not you're sitting at home all alone in your apartment on Christmas because you can't see your family or whether you're, you know, with your husband or your wife or whoever, like there's again, like and I think that's what it all comes back to is like what what is Christmas celebrating the fact that Jesus loved you and that that's it. Like you could literally take everything else away Mm -hmm. and that's enough. Yeah, it's a good opportunity to focus in on like we've all said so far, what really matters this mm-hmm. Easter during lockdown mm-hmm. was one of the most significant Easter experiences I've had. Same. It was it Same. just I don't know what the, what it was about it. I don't know if my heart was just prepared, as we've said Advent does. I don't know if the lockdown prepared my heart to receive Good Friday and Easter mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. than I usually do. But this Easter was just meant way more. It just connected with me in a way that the holiday doesn't usually. And and that was with only seeing my my family, other than my wife, seeing only my family only through, you know, FaceTime and mm-hmm. other digital means. But the the holiday, the the, the truth of why we celebrate connected with me in a totally different way this year. And I'm hoping that all the weirdness we're talking about with this year, I'm hoping that as different as this year is, it affords us an opportunity for Christmas to connect afresh with us. So 2020 doesn't let you really peg it down and say it is one way or another. I mean, there are some things we can say for sure about the year, but then there are other things that will continue to surprise Mm -hmm. because, well, every day is in the Lord's hands. We're so glad you joined us for another episode of If That Makes Sense, the Family Life original podcast where we talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s. If you enjoyed what you heard, we would be so grateful if you'd subscribe or share this podcast where you share things you care about with the people you care about. And also feel free to check out the other Family Life podcasts we've got at fln.org slash podcast, like Therese Talk with Family Life Morning's own Therese Main, and 10 Minutes With, interviews by voices you know from Family Life with artists, authors, speakers, and other Christian figures. You can find those and more on your favorite podcast app or at fln.org slash podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, and we're looking forward to talking with you in the next one.